Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, well, folks, thanks for doing this podcast once again, this <laughs> soon-to-be future podcast. Uh, great transition. You were talking about podcasting, and I welcome you back to the podcast. So, uh... Oh. uh that's a moving target. Look at this transition there. that is not at all now overwrought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Criticisms at the end, please. You lose an inspiration. <laughs> Louisa, you lose an inspiration as <laughs> well, your muscles... to begin with. <laughs> it's true. Your oh body God. begins to deteriorate from the ground up. You start to disappear into dust. I feel like my real life is becoming too much like Willoughby. How do I change this? <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Willoughby, yes. The legend of Willoughby continues. Oh, I love oh, it. God. Uh, yeah, so folks, uh, this time's going to be a little different, um, as in, obviously, as we know, um, uh, hold on a second here, I have to tell my wonderful partner to stop cleaning, how's that? <laughs> we're being so damn productive. <laughs> Quit helping our lifestyle. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this time will be a little different, because we're at a little uh, side quest, uh, a little solo quest here, as we're exploring uh, what Alexa's going to get up to. Uh, so this is going to be different in a couple ways. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, Steph and Louisa, you will be uh, picking up, uh, you know, what I'm calling NPCs, but obviously they're not NPCs anymore. They're player characters, uh, but I like to think of them as, as NPCs, because they kind of serve to, uh, you know, flesh out the backdrop of sign and also serve as uh, foils to support our main characters, uh, which are, of course, uh, Alexi and Sarah. Uh, and on that note, uh, Stefan, um, my idea with Sarah was to kind of play her the same way we've always played her. Uh, as in, you know, uh, generally I find kind of looking to you to kind of lead the charge, as it were, for inspiration on Sarah, but then anyone jumping in. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you, uh, if you're all game for that, uh, Sarah, of course, will be a main character here, but will be kind of a shared uh, responsibility. If I'm looking at my phone, it's because I have your, the stats pulled up on the email. I'm just sure. I just didn't want you to think I was, like, <laughs> yeah, okay. scrolling through stuff. <laughs> Louisa, we've been at this for a long time. You don't need to lie to me anymore, <laughs> you know? If I'm looking at my phone, it's because I'm so disinterested in what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great. So in terms of recap, folks, uh, we are here now in uh, the early Tuesday afternoon. Uh, it's been, you know, just about uh, over 24 hours since we began our adventure. But you were in a very different place and with a very different party than centering on uh, Alexi, uh, your character, than perhaps he anticipated. Uh, so this is your mission. But uh, as you agree to help uh, Marixa McCroon, who is a local who lost her father, who was presumed dead, um, but she wishes to find evidence for that and perhaps save him, uh, you've agreed to venture off into the wilds uh, under her uh, guide to find uh, this her father. Our scene's going to start on the lake, on one of the lakes here, uh, where, Alexi, it's been about 20 minutes that have passed, and you are on an outboard boat, an aluminum boat, uh, with yourself, 
um, Rixa at the helm of this boat, and two other figures who you haven't really had a chance to chat with. Rixa kind of, uh, you know, uh, led you to the boat, uh, waited for her uh, accomplices to come on board, and then the four of you uh, left uh, across the uh, lake here. Um, so what we're going to do is kind of describe and turn uh, the characters on this boat with this roaring 20 horsepower engine, kind of making it very difficult to speak and do little else but kind of look out uh, onto this beautiful day with the shimmering lake uh, in spring here in Canadiana. Uh, Marixa, like I said, is at the helm. Uh, she's a shortish uh, woman with uh, dark black hair, uh, is quite nicely armed, and uh, you've noticed perhaps Alexi that, uh, you know, with her dad's rifle that was salvaged, uh, seems to take special uh, care of it. Um, you know, almost sentimentality uh, kind of lingers whenever she is dealing with that there. Uh, but otherwise seems very uh, mission focused, seems like a pretty sharp individual that when you met her, yes, she was tipsy, she was drinking, but now seems to be a very sober sort of person. Uh, no nonsense and to the point. Uh, and to the stern of this boat, uh, you see two other figures. And uh, let's go next with uh, Stefan, uh, your character. And feel free to give their uh, name and, you know, what any kind of vibe or appearance that uh, Alexi would clock from. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess, uh, like, if the vision wanders, there's a, there's a guy at the... Yeah, he's, he's like, kind of leaning against the side of the boat, and he's, like holding uh he's kind of like picking his nails he, okay if i could describe like a snake as like a person like a skinny person long fingernails like very sharp features uh he's like kind of kind of balding uh and just like long features long nose you know long chin just but just skinny and he's just standing there and he's just kind of like picking at his fingernails um and he, uh, and his name is Gitz. Well, his, his full name is uh, Wilson Gitz Humbucky, but people know him as Gitz here. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess I'll leave it at that. You, you can see like he has like a kind of like a long coat on, like a dark coat and uh, like a kind of torn up jeans with like point, pointy boots. He's got like a weird sense of style, but there's like, let's say there's style there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he, but he kind of like, like he looks up and notices you look in and he just does like a little bit of like a it's kind of an appreciative like a, nod like for, the sorry, right, for the audio listeners <laughs> for clocking <laughs> the boots being like people can't see me do that yeah for, he does like a like a like a what's up kind of like chin up nod thing how's it going uh, and again, from Alexi's perspective, you kind of take in Gitz and that, uh, you know, uh, the appreciative nod and uh, your vision goes to across from Gitz, uh, Louise's character so you see um uh, a very robust looking woman and she's got her um, like dark brown with a slight reddish tinge hair kind of pulled back into a very tight um, practical braid and um, she's kind of wearing like pelts but it doesn't look luxurious like the fur is kind of dirty and matted in some areas but it does look like um, it helps keep her warm um, and uh, she is holding a spear and she's kind of got like a file in the other hand that she is using to um, file off any splinters that are on the shaft. Um, and she's kind of doing it looking straight ahead in an almost like meditative trance. But when she notices you looking at her, she kind of sharply makes eye contact with you and the filing gets a little bit more aggressive before she turns back to look forward. And you would have heard Alexi um, Rixa uh, call this person Thistle. Um, so, you know, Alexi, uh, it's kind of like the three of your companions in the back to kind of balance out the one of you uh, in the uh, middle of the boat kind of thing uh, to make sure it uh, speeds along here well. Uh, and again, after about 20 minutes of just driving, um, Rixa does yell over the, uh, you know, the humming of the engine here, um, and just kind of says simply, So, Enforcer, what's your story? Uh, Alexi. Right, sorry. Alexi. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm a bit of a wanderer, looking for good times and odd jobs and Trying to uh, stay alive, frankly. Do you miss the war at all? Uh, Lexi just sort of 
confused by that question. Um, miss the war? Yeah, I mean, from what I heard, you catalysts really like to fuck shit up. <laughs> it, uh, it can be fun, yes, but war is no game, as he sort of just looks out into the water. At this point, Thistle pipes in. Why are we wasting time? Time is not our friend when there's a missing person. Just making conversation, Thistle. We're, I'm motoring as fast as I can here. Hey. Hey, guys, come on. If we're bored, we could play some cards. And he, like, pulls out a little of cards. He's like, come on, Thistle, you want to lose again? She grabs a, a single card from the deck, looks at him, and then chucks it into the water. <laughs> he, like, watches it goes, hey, what? All right, all right. <laughs> um, as uh, you know, you travel for a couple more minutes, and Marixa pipes up and just says, "Like, Alexei, do you mind just checking in the bow there? I think I there's an extra gas can that I spied. Do you mind just uh, feeling how heavy it is?" Uh, yeah. Uh, Alexei uh, sort of walks over and and picks it up, if you can. Cool. <laughs> I don't know how big is this thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're in a small, like a pretty small outboard boat. Uh, it's probably like small to medium size here. So it's actually more just a question of leaning over. Uh, but there's a tarpaulin here covering uh, some things. And you reach down and you hear like, a, like ow, uh, as you like poke uh, into the front here. Uh, yeah, Alexi just pulls his hand back and just thinks, uh, just says, um, does this ship have rats? Um, Rixa looks confused by that. Um, no. Uh, as he uh, sort of, I think as he's saying that to Marixa, he is looking to see what the source of that sound was. As you pull back the tarpaulin, sure enough, uh, is uh, Sarah, uh, who is hidden down here and kind of crouched, uh, and her eyes uh, widen uh, from the amount of light now that is available to her. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, uh, feel free to take over Stefan at this point as need be or, or anyone. Yeah, I think Alexi just sort of, as he pulls back the, uh, the the tarp there, he just sort of goes like, Sarah, what are you doing here? And she raises a finger to her lips, very uh, wide-eyed. Yeah, and Alexi says, uh, it's a rat for sure. And uh, he just sort of like smushes sort of like his fist like next to her and just says like, don't worry, I got it. Make a make a charisma roll disadvantage because you're in a very small boat. Um, um, heart, uh, heart of gold. Uh, no, because you're straight up lying. That's not really a heart of gold thing. Exudes a friendly, trustworthy energy. Uh, they already know that you're friendly and trustworthy. You're trying to obscure the fact that another human being is on this boat. Okay, gotcha. so no, this is still a disadvantage. Well, okay, fine. So inspiration then. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay, it's still very, very good. Um, so, yeah, I, I do need, uh, Thistle and, uh, Gits to make intelligence rules for me. Right. And, and I, and I did, in, uh, you, you asked me to increase, I did increase the intelligence, by the way, by one for Gits, so. Okay, thank you. That, so. Seven intelligence, standard intelligence. Guy's a genius by my standard. I have a standard intelligence. <laughs> Eleven. I got a... 13. Uh, Gitz, he's hiding something. You don't know what? Uh, Thistle, it's a little weird that just rats, because it's such a small boat, like, there shouldn't be rats? Like, you know that Mrixa packed food, so it's still a little weird. Uh, but Gitz, you know that the big man is hiding something. Uh, so yeah, Lexi, if you don't ring any alarm, you're running further and further away from Jonas, uh, and, uh, into the wilds here with this, uh, stowaway. Yeah. As, um, Rixa says, not long now, as you can see, the boat is angling towards, uh, you know, uh, a distant shore of this lake here. Um, yeah, Lexi, like, leans in and sort of, like, puts his head under the tarp and just says, like, what are you doing here? And, uh, <clears throat> Sarah kind of, like, looks up and she's like, she's like, I just, I, I, I didn't think I, I'm, I'm. Listen, I wanted to just watch. I, I just wanted to watch. I, I wanted to help you. Uh, yes, as as much as I appreciate the the, the, the the need to help me, this is very dangerous. And, and your father does he know you're here? No, it's 
she kind of like looks down at the gun she brought. Maybe I don't know if this is the first time you clock now. She's holding like this massive revolver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like, she's like, no, I, I, I need to. This is, and like in a quite mature way, perhaps she like looks up. She's like, this is something I need to figure out. I need to do this. I need. Can I just work with you this time? Alexi like takes a breath and just says like. You will stay very close to me. Understood? She nods her head. And uh, he just says, um, wait here. When we land on the shore, I will come get you. Uh, well, Alexi, uh, can we... I need to ask you something later, but maybe not now. Yes, o- okay. As he like puts the tarp back over her. Uh, Rex is like... You huffing gas over there? What's happening? Uh, just looking for the tank. As he like pulls it out. Oh, good. Great. Okay, shouldn't be a problem getting back then. Alright. Doesn't look like any zealot activity. That's lucky. This looks like a good place to land. <laughs> Zealots. <laughs> Shitheads. This all just happens to, at that point, put down her sphere, a spear very heavily so that it drops a little bit on Git's foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit! This all, watch where you put your shit! I think Alexia at that just sort of goes like, language, please! As he, like, kind of eyes the tarp a little bit. <laughs> uh, Alexia, I need you to make a, uh, a wisdom check uh, to see if this is going to be stressful with the addition of Sarah to your party Oh, here. it's going to be. Yeah, I assume so. Oh, oh it's gonna it. be. Ooh, that's. I mean, my, it's a good roll, but my wisdom isn't great. Eleven. Yeah, I think you receive one stress. As it's just like, okay, now you've got a secondary objective, or rather, a primary objective, <laughs> yeah. which is make yeah. sure Sarah is safe. <laughs> that is fair. So the uh, next scene we see is a bit of a planning scene as, uh, you know, the boat uh, touches against the shore. Again, thanks to a luck roll made last episode, it's a gorgeous day, a sunny spring crisp air day uh, where, you know, uh, this far into the wilderness and no landmarks of uh, old civilization just feels like ideal cottage country and wilderness is uh, thriving, plenty of uh, bird sounds. You've seen fish jumping from the lake like the... Any other creature besides, uh, you know, humankind is just like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, things are thriving. Um, but uh, as the boat uh, touches shore there, uh, you know, and there's some unloading of, uh, you know, various equipment uh, or backpacks that are needed. Uh, Marixa is uh, saying, and Alexi, you're probably just like being the main person to help with the bow of the boat to keep, you know, Sarah hidden, obviously. Uh, Marixa says, so from here we've got... Well, one of two targets. Thistle is right. Spent way too long in searching for Donal. But we know that there's zealot activity. Uh, it attacked Inverary last night, and we can probably pick them up pretty easily. Or we can go to my dad's last known location, which is the Eastern Eagle Trail, which um, I've said this before, kind of filling you in, Alexi. It's a weird spot for him to have been in. He um, was a hunter that didn't really use trails, so I don't know why he was on one of the more public trails to the west. But one of those first two locations, at least to start with, either to um, sneak up on the Zealot camp, maybe uh, interrogate one of them for answers, or go to my dad's last known locations. Um, What do people think? I think the real question is, what do you trust more? Your skills as a tracker or as an interrogator? She kind of nods at this. Well put. Um, I mean, we're all being honest out here in the wilds, my dad used to say. <laughs> Lies don't help us out here. I've never interrogated anyone before. I have a mind to, but I've never done it. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm a good tracker. Not as good as my dad, but I can find a quarry. And like gets kind of leaning near on a nearby tree. And you know me, I'm not bad at sneaking around if you needs it. Kind of half smiles at that and nods. She looks towards Thistle uh, a little apprehensively, as uh, you would know, Thistle, that, you know, Merck's is a little bit intimidated by you, as much of the hunting uh, company is, a little bit at least, if you're smart. Thistle notices the eyes on her and just says, <clears throat> I have no opinion on the matter. I'm just here to help. Well, 
I'm not hungry for violence unless I find out there is some um, some killer <laughs> came across my dad. So um, yeah, let's do the good detective work. Uh, let's head towards the uh, Eagle Trail and let's examine the site for myself. Uh, and I think Alexi is sort of just like um, fooling around with the with the rope on the end of the ship, just tying it to uh, some heavy rock or whatever it is, and just says like, um, "You go on ahead. I'll make sure the boat is secure." I'll go with Thistle up ahead. Uh, Gets you stay with um, with Alexi here and make sure you know you catch up as soon as you can. You're the boss. Uh, she kind of nods at that, and uh, you know, uh, Gits, perhaps, or, you know, yourself and Thistle would know that she doesn't really like that phrase. Uh, you know, Donald has spent uh, probably about the better part of a year being like, you know, like, you know, if anything should happen to me, someone's going to have to step up. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. But now that's actually happened, she seems almost embarrassed by the term. Uh, it was Orin's uncomfortable about it. So mm-hmm. even though you say that in a very well-meaning manner, she almost shudders at it. Okay. As, uh, yeah, uh, she uh, shoulders the rifle uh, and her, her bag to boot. And, you know, uh, assumably, uh, Thistle, you're following with her as you uh, stalk for the wilderness, uh, leaving Lexi and Gitz together. And before before you guys go, like, Gitz just, like, walks by Thistle and just like, Hey, Thistle, keep an eye on her, eh? And Thistle doesn't say anything. There's just a sharp look and then a sharp look away. <laughs> That's that's her way of saying yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. I like that. Uh, yeah, as uh, Thistle and Marixa uh, stalk for the wilderness up ahead, uh, leaving uh, you two, uh, Gitz and Alexi. I think Alexi is just sort of almost noticeably just stalling with this rope. <laughs> Ugh, you just hear him going like, is it over under? Oh, I never remember. And he's like scratching his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's like me trying to do a bowling knot being like the snake goes around the tree yeah. and through the hole he's just trying to remember so bad at knots <laughs> sort of feigning ignorance i'm gonna say gets kind of like gets pulls out one of his throwing knives and he's just kind of like tossing it in his hand and he's like hey uh lexi right uh, yes alexi yeah you want to see something cool how much do you bet i could throw this knife at that and he points right at the where where Sarah is hiding in. How much do you want to bet I could throw this into that and 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 hit it? What do you say, huh? Uh, Alexi um, just sort of like slowly puts the rope down and walks over. Um, he sort of he sort of stands up to his full height as he sort of walks over and, and as you're doing this, immediately gets like like slinks back, powers <laughs> down, and just like he's like, hey, I'm just joking around. I know there's a kid in there. I didn't kind of throw anything. Um and I think at that Alexi like Alexi just is at throughout this whole slinking has uh has continued to walk forward wordlessly. He's um, like slinking <laughs> every step you take is a further slink back. So I'm imagining then he like walks him to like where the driver of the boat would be, like backs yeah, him yeah. up into something. And um and uh, is looking very menacingly at Gitz here as he just sort of says, uh, like, he, he, there's a moment of pause uh, where I'm imagining Gitz is like, is he going to hit me? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then Alexi just kind of goes, don't tell anyone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Gitz, who was maybe getting out quite noticeably sweaty around the front of the boat, is like, uh, yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. Like not making, not happy to not have an enemy of this like giant. <laughs> and Alexi, Alexi just sort of says like, "She's a stowaway. I couldn't, I didn't know she was here. I went to look for the tank, and there she was, and she's got a gun, and 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 I will watch her. She will be my responsibility. Okay. Wait. So you you uh, <laughs> you know her? Uh, yes. Um, the short story is. Uh, Yes, she's a friend. Huh. Interesting. Well, that, okay, fair. I mean, yeah, all right, man. Um, and Alexi just sort of, um, he sa- he uh, looks over to the tarp and, and, and just says, like, she's very important to me. As he, like, kind of looks at him without any sort of jovial smile as he had before. Gets kind of, like, looks in the direction that... Uh, you know everyone else has walked including you know he's like they're all so important to me so you know 
I'll, I'll help you, but you help you help me, of course, right? I, I mean, my priority is finding the boss and protecting his daughter, so. Yeah, and Alexi just says, um, then we should have no problem, as he, like, smiles. Perfect. Gets kind of, like, does a cute little shrug and sits back. He's like, sounds good to me. Um, and I think with that, Alexi, like, walks over to the tarp and, like, reaches in for Sarah and just says, like, it's okay, come out. But uh, we cut to Thistle and Marixa, who, uh, you know, have covered a little bit of distance. Uh, you know, uh, Marixa is a seasoned uh, tracker like yourself, uh, Thistle. Uh, but she does look behind uh, them towards where the boat was and looks towards you and says, Are you okay with um, a catalyst tagging along here? Yeah. Don't worry about me. Okay. Just, just asking. I know you don't like um, idle conversation, but just uh, perhaps a genuine concern. Thank you. You look for the tracks, I'll cover you. Right. Um, as uh, you walk to uh, more of a clearing, uh, these forests sometimes just stumble across uh, farmland that is now obviously abandoned, uh, now almost 20 years. Uh, so some of it has uh, grown up wild, but then others, depending on what they were planting in the monoculture, has not, and it remains kind of flat, uh, which gives it kind of, you know, an interesting uh, diversity of uh, just uh, height and wildlife here. As you head towards the Eagle Trail there, uh, both of you can see quite easily um, something that is unique to this area, which is a almost like snow falling, uh, as in like glistening and silver particles in a very specific area, almost like a sunbeam piercing through clouds um, that heads right towards the path there. Um, and yourself, Thistle, and Marixa would know um, that there was once a seer in the area uh, called Esper uh, that is long uh, now defunct. Uh, they are no longer around, were defeated. There are many tales and theories on what happened to this alien being. Uh, but uh, one tale um, that, you know, uh, that you two would know as hunters is that uh, Esper generally can... Um, field an area with uh, silver, uh, this kind of silver shower, uh, as they call it. Uh, and it's a sign that they are active in the area, or you should be wary of this seer, um, as that gives Marixa enough reason to kind of stop uh, and observe it. Um, and uh, for Marixa, it is always uh, consistently a source of kind of, you know, otherworldly wonder that never ceases to at least slightly stupefy. Yeah, Stefan. Just a reminder what a seer is. Of course. A, a seer is essentially a stock general. Um, oh, so the right. stock, of course, mm. uh, the alien beings that invaded the Earth uh, starting in 2018, starting the war in form. Uh, seers were the leftover from the ship. Um, these uh, stock were all a uniform being, all clad in the uh, alien element known as silver, powered by the alien element colloquially known as charcoal. Uh, but seers who were left to kind of govern over the earth, some people say, uh, were given for some reason or adopted uh, autonomy uh, or a free will uh, that kind of each, each gave them a different persona, uh, depending on who knows their area or how they were created. Um, and so seers remain a consistent threat to this day, post-war on form, of just kind of rulers of a certain area. Uh, and this is why zealots uh, exist in the area, because uh, zealots are drawn to seers to kind of worship them uh, like living gods. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's what a seer is. Thistle, uh, who has been very on guard, uh, notices this and gets a wistful look on her face and the spear is in her right hand and with her left hand, she kind of absentmindedly thumbs um, this piece of red string that is wrapped around her pointer finger. Nice. Uh, Marixa does not notice this. as, uh, Like I said before, she's kind of stupefied by this. Um, and she kind of says, not helpfully, just, huh. Well, got you all here. We should carry through with it. Maybe, uh, be sure we, um, you know, just stay extra on our guard. 
Yep. Never too careful around here. Gets and Alexa, you are kind of catching up uh, to the two in front as you probably quicken your pace. So you see them, you know, probably half a kilometer ahead of you now in the open area of this farmland. And uh, sure enough, uh, you see uh, this kind of uh, silver shower that's happening uh, in the distance and you're walking towards it. Uh, Alexa, you probably have no idea what this means. Uh, gets, you know, you do know whether or not you believe it or not. It's kind of like, you know, folklore in a way, uh, but some trackers do swear by it. Um, but uh, yeah, if uh, either of you wish to comment on this phenomena, you are definitely welcome to. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alexi just says, um, what is this? Uh, Sarah, who's presumably here as well, um, just kind of says, like, it's beautiful, but that can't be good. <laughs> mm. Who is that? And Thistle kind of, not close, but does point the sphere in the direction of Sarah. Cool. We'll say, uh, for the sake of it, you are closing distance. So at this point, Thistle's being hit, saying a guard. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's, that's okay. No, no, might as well. Let's rejoin the party. It's way easier. Uh, <laughs> I get it, players. You want to be on one party. <laughs> oh, you're in different places. Uh, uh, no, no. But we'll say that, like, you know, yards ahead and Thistle turns around. And Marissa is also startled to see, you know, a, a kid uh, with you. Marissa just kind of froze up her arms and like, who is that? She kind of yells. Um, yeah, I'm imagining Sarah just kind of like gets behind Alexi's leg uh, as uh, he just says, uh, he just says, it was a mistake. She stole on board to follow me. It's uh, like a game, but uh, but don't worry. Uh, I will watch her. Uh, you, you won't even know she's here. She kind of like says behind your back. She's like, no, it was a mistake. <laughs> As Alexi just sort of like pats her head. Like, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a <laughs> Thistle turns and looks at Marixa very seriously and then turns back. Take her back. The wilds are no place for a kid. We can't. We don't have the gas and I stole the boat. Uh, Alexi just says, she will not be in the way. I promise. Gets, looks back. I trust the big guy. What's the worst that could happen? You trust everyone, Gets. <laughs> 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 gets kind of like gives like a charming smile and shrug to Thistle. <laughs> um, Rixa looks none too pleased as she's uh, looking, but um, you know, uh, even though you're not trying to be imposing, Alexi, I kind of sense that Rixa's just like, "Well, you know, Catalyst, you do what you're gonna do, I guess." Uh, as uh, she kind of turns around, and because you're next to her, uh, Thistle, um, she's kind of says sharply to you, um, like. Do you, do you recognize that kid? That must be a refugee from Limestone. No. Something uh, even troubling her more than the fact that a kid is here is kind of, uh, you know, weighing on Marixa. Uh, but she just kind of, uh, you know, uh, strides forward with more intensity as uh, she's hoping that if she walks fast enough, she might lose the problem. Mm. <laughs> Which, I mean, is kind of true because a kid has short legs, but... So another probably, you know, half hour to an hour kind of passes here as now we're entering like late-ish afternoon. Um, and you are now walking along a trail. Uh, it is a trail, uh, you know, uh, blazoned by people obviously moving across it, but perhaps a, a vehicle or two, even military vehicles, uh, kind of, you know, tromping for the wilderness here. Um, and you would know it as the Eastern Eagle Trail. Um, that kind of, you know, uh, goes around certain uh, lakes and uh, for a time uh, when uh, zealots or people wanted to either escape the seer or head towards the seer esper, this would be one of the routes to go there. Um, and uh, yeah, Marixa kind of keeps the distance for now as again, she wants to kind of ignore the fact a kid is here for some reason instead of, uh, you know, uh, accepting it. You come across a spot in the trail, uh, a quiet spot kind of enshrouded by wilderness uh, where uh, she stops dead and Thistle, you probably see it before she does. But uh, sure enough, uh, you see what seems to be a small gravesite uh, with a uh, kind of wooden, very modest uh, cross and a, uh, a baseball cap um, onto the uh, head of the cross there. Uh, as Thistle, you would recognize the baseball cap as Donald's, uh, a uh, Blue Jays baseball uh, cap. 
Um, and this just causes Mirza just to freeze uh, like a statue. Hmm. Uh, great. Thistle is going to take a look at that. And then um, since Marixa is frozen, she will go forward and inspect the site. Cool. Uh, is there anything you're looking for in uh, particular? Yeah, if there's any carvings, how fresh the dirt is, like when does it look like it was packed? Right, yeah, I see where you're going after there. Uh, yeah, uh, so this would be an intelligence roll. You have uh, tracking, which is related enough, so I'll just bear that in mind if you just want to make an intelligence roll for me. I have tracking. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, 12. Okay. Um, you know, you can't get like a Sherlock Holmes amount of uh, detail here. Um, but, uh, you know, hit BBC show starring Benedict Cumberbatch uh, and Martin Freeman, uh, Sherlock Holmes, available for reruns on BBC One Player. We got sponsorship? Um, yeah, really? We got sponsors? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just want to sponsor to see how far I can go with detail and just see, you know? Just see. Or, wait, wait, wait. Or, Julian, is... Is that what it says on the wooden cross? <laughs> oh, no. Before the world went to shit, someone watched all of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I invented a serial killer story where they're just referencing you oh know, my TV God. shows from here. That would be oh, so wild. So wild. <laughs> I, I love that. Okay, let's pause here so I can rewrite this adventure real quick. Um no, no, sorry. Uh, but yes, with that 12 intelligence. Uh, yeah, it is It is fresh, as in uh, it was buried the last uh, week. Uh, you can see because, you know, the dirt is a different uh, color and, uh, you know, not a lot of growth on there. And also, quite frankly, the cross is a little bad, uh, as in, you know, this wood won't last given some winter weather. And the hat looks still totally wearable um, here. So Thistle gets up and she heads back to Marissa and she looks, you know, her chin's down. She's looking quite somber. She goes, looks like it was pretty recent. Do you... <clears throat> we could dig to make sure, but it's up to you. Uh, she looks down at that. Why would anyone lie about it not being him. Mirza, you want to take a rest? I can dig it and confirm for you. Uh, she's now kind of crouched down and uh, is uh, now just has a rifle out, almost like she's going to use it, but again, just kind of polishing it almost with her fingers there as uh, she looks down and now tears are kind of welling in her eyes here and just says, um, he doesn't use his trail. Search the surrounding area. Maybe someone brought him here and buried him. I want more of my dad's trail and not just his grave. You got it. And uh, like Gitz is just going to immediately just start looking around for more more clues in any way. Uh, and how about Alexi and Sarah, uh, if uh, these two allies are looking around? Um, Alexi sort of knows that his job is you know, bodyguard. So I think he's just sort of standing there ready near Marixa. Um, and then sort of looks down and checks with Sarah to just see what, how she's doing. Sarah, Sarah just looks back up and then looks ahead. And she kind of like, she's like, what's, what's going on? Um, Zalexi just sort of says, um, she, uh, she thinks that that is her father under there, under the dirt. Sarah kind of reflects this. Let's it kind of sink for a second and then just like a frown kind of like forms over her face. As uh, Thistle passes by, um, I think she's going to lean down. She's going to, she hands Sarah her binoculars. She says, do you know how to use these? Sarah like takes a step back, like a shy step back at first, and then she nods. You can help us look. She hands her the binoculars and gives her a light pat on the shoulder, and then continues on her own tracking. Sarah gives like a little smile to herself, and then 
just kind of like starts looking around immediately in them, <laughs> like nothing in particular, but just like is, but like Liz legitimately trying to just find using something. Them. Yeah, it's just using them. It's just such a gorgeous image to me of this cross uh, with this woman who's a hunter, this big, uh, you know, warrior, mm. and then this little girl with binoculars looking at woods, <laughs> looking around. So something. <laughs> it's uh, a real absurdist painting. If she finds way. anything suspicious, she'll tell you. She will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> she, she will. And uh, Alexi and Sarah, uh, you are uh, watching Marixa, who hasn't uh, changed that much in the time. Um, but uh, she says almost too softly at first, uh, Alexi and Sarah, they don't quite hear her. Um, but uh, she just kind of says, kind of combing her hair back. I don't want to dig him up. Um, yeah, and Alexi, uh, Alexi, you know, is sort of, yeah, letting her go through this moment of grief, I guess. And I think Sarah, at that point, just sort of removed from the situation and, you know, you know, empathetic, but also a little in too inquisitive, I guess, for her own good, just sort of says like, but how do you really know it's him? <laughs> and Alexi just sort, sort of like shoots her a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she kind of looks back and uh, kind of smiles despite herself. Um, Sarah, is it? Mm-hmm. This is my dad's hat. This is what he wore. Every time he went out hunting, he always called gaming was a sport. And despite the dangers or even going out in any kind of condition, trying to find my mom even, he wore this hat. This is him. Whoever put this here knew enough to know this is him. And, and there's just a note around his neck saying, I did this down below. My dad always did things to the letter and his own way. And I was just kind of tearing up throughout this. I can't help but think me digging him up is going to disrespect that. This may have been his final thing his own way. Oh, and Alexi just sort of takes over uh, as he says, um, of course, if there is someone who knows what happened, we will find them. Um, and at this point, perhaps uh, Thistle and Gitz, you are kind of emerging through the path here. Um, and she kind of uh, looks up and tries her best to save pace of just kind of like a report uh, kind of stance of uh, what you found. He had a camp. Nothing else to report. So he was moved here to be buried. Gets kind of like, he's like hands in pocket. He's like shrugged down. He's like kicking the dirty bed. He's like, I mean, you know, the only way to know is to dig up. And that's up to you, you know? She takes a moment to think and then says, um, Set up camp here, make watch. I need time to cover this. Uh, perhaps we'll find more clues. Um, I I will dig him up if need be, but we stand guard here for Donald. As he would say himself, if you don't know what's going on with something, you stick around. Patience is an underestimated virtue. You got it. Thistle immediately starts pulling out equipment, tosses some to Alexi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Alexi's helping in any way he can. So it just gets. As you set up camp, uh, night begins to fall, and uh, it becomes clear that at a certain point over dinner, uh, she does say that uh, in the morning, I will have a decision, and uh, I will dig it up then. Uh, but tonight, uh, we're staying here. 
And uh, if anyone asks, uh, but also people would know that, uh, yeah, generally traveling, uh, you know, uh, as soon as darkness hits in the wilds is just more dangerous uh, unless you land really, really well. And out here is a little bit out of your scope. I think um, Alexi, if he can, you know, maybe Thistle is, you know, off um, taking watch and maybe um, Marix is just kind of off in her own world. I think Alexi just sort of... um, I'm imagining they're sitting on a log or something uh, by, by the fire. Uh, and he just sort of like leans over and kind of bumps her a little bit and just says, um, So, are you ready to tell me why you made yourself a little stowaway? <laughs> Sarah kind of like looks down and she like <sighs> gives us like a big sigh of sorts and she looks up and and she's like, I've been watching you, kind of. Um, and uh, I don't understand. I, I, I'm confused, Alexi. Um, Fenril told me something. Quick flashback to the conversation with Fenril, uh, you know, for, I guess, the viewers of like a, a, like maybe like a phrase flashes over, to survive, you need to kill and kill fast. Um, she looks up and she's like, but you don't, how do you, why, why do you say, why do you not, do you think that in order to survive, you have to kill? Uh, and Alexi just says, um, sometimes, yes. But you don't. You don't always. You, you, you never really do. You always try to, you do something else first. You try to talk to them. Why? Uh, and Alexi just sort of says, um, In my time, uh, I feel like a broken record. <laughs> yeah. I have seen quite a lot of death. It's uh, Someone once showed me that there was another way. And since then, I have decided to try and live as much as I can in that way. At the end of the day, Sarah, kill, don't kill, good, bad. All we have are our choices. And in the background of your conversation on a log here, uh, we can see for the darkness, um, which you two characters don't realize, some like silver kind of light, like uh, snow falling on a sunny day, uh, almost like sparkling, like almost like very small um, fireflies or even twilight for the woods uh, is starting to precipitate uh, behind you. Sarah like <clears throat> nods her head and she's just like, I don't, Alexi, I'm just, I'm confused. I just wanted to maybe see if I could, I just wanted to watch you to see how she kind of like looks up at you. I just wanted to see if there was other ways to survive. It's complicated, Sarah. You and I, we are not the same. You are human. Sarah, uh, (laughs) sorry. And, and on that, uh, like, again, there's this foreground image of the scene. In the background, there's this, like, you know, twinkling starlight, but also fog is strangely, like, rolling in behind you. But you two characters in the foreground are completely unaware. <laughs> Sarah's like, don't you know what? I'm, I'm not human. I mean, I'm not fully human. I'm like you, kind of. I don't know what I am. I'm kind of, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of think I'm, I don't know what I am. And Sarah kind of like slumps down a bit. She's like, I'm, I'm just the, re- I know I'm the reason that we're being chased. My mom's a catalyst. And I think at that, that's, hey, how, how much more overt can you get? Uh, I think at, Bingo. at that. Show me my mom's a catalyst on the board. (laughs) It's a new car. Um, Alexia at that just sort of is is confused and says, um, your your mother is a what? (laughs) 
as uh, in the background, it almost seems like trees are parting or disappearing to a strange alien landscape behind you as something is conjuring <laughs> silently behind you. You ever get the feeling like you're being watched? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Signs a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at TheSignUniverse, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, Please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons and Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends... And they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe, maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go. You must have a, f- and a flask. Anything. He's got a satchel. This is the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? Russ, how much is a donkey cost? Russ, is the a question donkey everyone cost? wants to know. For one hour. It's concentration, so if you do another concentration spell... It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. Okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing <laughs> later tonight. Is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and he won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons and Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at dumbdragons.com. We can't wait to adventure with you.